How are you today? I am pretty good. Are you? Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. If you could compete in a winter Olympic sport, what would you compete in? Oh gosh. Winter Olympic sport. It's not the one where you shoot and ski. <laughs> that biathlon. Freaking miserable. Yes. I can't. Who, who signs up for that? I don't know. When we go skiing, because we usually have a ski holiday every winter. Mm -hmm. That's the worst thing to me is having to go up the hill and trudge up that hill. No, no. There is no way. You've got this wrong. Well, the worst part about the shoot and ski is not the skiing or the shooting. Yeah. It's getting up off the ground in those skis <laughs> after you've shot. Because they lay down and do their I could target. totally shoot. That would actually be the easiest portion. Getting back up, I would have that would take that would add an extra 30 seconds to my time, maybe a minute. <laughs> Because I'd have to pop my skis off. Like, who, who can stand up with their skis on? I don't on know. On a flat ground. It's like they trained for it or something. I don't know. Um, it, I mean, honestly, when you have the mountain, at least you have some leverage. But yeah, not when you're just laying there flat and nobody, no other competitors are going to come over and offer you a hand. You always think practically and you always, you're always concerned about getting up from something. <laughs> because <laughs> it's a lot to get up. That's why you don't slide in softball. Like I anything that up. you have to be on the ground. Here's it's why. Done. And most women my age are probably going to understand this. You have to think about these things. When you get on the ground, there's nothing, um, not eloquent. There's nothing. What is graceful? It? Graceful yeah. about getting yourself up off the ground when your knees hurt and your body hurts and you're 50 pounds heavier than you want to be. You, you have, you have to, okay. If nobody was watching every woman, in that situation would roll over to all fours and work their way up. Right. But most What's people, wrong with that? That you just you look ridiculous. Okay, you so look, how 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 do you want to get up? What's the perfect way to oh, get up? Could, when was the last time I could sit like crisscross applesauce and then just stand up from that? Oh. Well, I don't think I could ever do that. <laughs> but maybe, I don't really know. Uh yeah, there's no graceful way. That's why you just you have to get to something you can hold on to and you just grin and bear it where you act like you're getting up and nothing's hurting. And yeah. this is just so natural, right? And then you're sore the next day just from getting up. And do you do that mental where you're checking everything to make sure it's all still there and working order? I just make sure my my pants are on straight by the time I get up my shirt, like everything. I'm not really checking my body. I'm checking to make sure everything's still covered, like I hope it is. I think this is this is really an anxiety for you because even when we're watching Olympics, you're like, how do they get up? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's terrifying. Or any sport we watch, like you get hit in football and you're like, how do they get up from I, that? Yeah, I would come up swinging if somebody hit me like that in football. <laughs> that would, I would be so irritated. <laughs> So well, you, you asked me what sport I would try. Yes. And I think I love watching the speed skating. I don't know oh, if yeah. I'd be any good at it, mm -hmm. but it looks like the most fun, like the, just the rush of the speed around the yeah. track, yeah. especially the short track. All right. It's pretty cool. I don't want to do the long distance. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what would you do? I think I would do the half pipe snowboard. Oh yeah. That's I mean, if I got too. to pick anything, that yeah. would, I'd be terrible at it. But I mean, if I was picking and I was like, feasibly going to be good at any of these things, I would say half pipe snowboard. I think it's really cool. 
And you just, you just can't fall very often. No. You, they don't fall very often. I don't know how they do it, but they don't fall. They don't. But when yeah. they do, they get to slide down the half pipe, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today we have a gold medal Olympian. And in the middle of this podcast, you're going to hear us gasp. <laughs> and if you are listening to this and not watching this on YouTube, you're going to you're going to need to probably go watch it on YouTube because we get to peep the gold medal. She totally picked it up and, and put it in the camera and put it in the camera. She has it with her at all times. Yes. So we interviewed today Ashley Caldwell. She won the gold and mixed doubles aerials with her boyfriend and another guy named Chris. I mean, what a fascinating interview. You want to know what happened in China and Beijing. You want to know about the Olympic village and the food they may or may right, not like. She's been to four Olympics. So she gives us the dish on what's the best food that she's had in the Olympics. In the Olympics. And yeah. it's going to be surprising. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. So without further ado, you want to hear this interview with Ashley Caldwell. All right. So when you were five years old, Ashley, you had set wrote down some goals in life. So can you tell us what you wrote down and what was that about? Yeah, it's pretty funny. You know, when you like first learning to like uh, write, there's those pieces of paper that like have the, you write it, you draw a picture up top and then you write the, yeah. the little things about what you want to do. Or, well, whatever on, on the bottom when you're first learning. And uh, one of the assignments we had was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I have this like, poorly spelled out goal of I want to be an Olympian and a garbage truck lady. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty in your mind, how did those go together? I just thought riding on the back of a car would be really cool. Oh, like, okay, like, yeah. 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 And I I was a gymnast so I wanted to do gymnastics at a high level. But um yeah, my mom still has that piece of paper. I need to like take a picture of it and like post it somewhere because it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you still try are you still trying to reach the other goal? you know you know if you know if the world i you know i'm pretty into environmental causes so if if the world needs me to do that that's i would love to (laughs) it's next on your list (laughs) okay so you also trained as a gymnast right how long did you do that for 11 years yeah a long long time since the age of three three to 14 oh okay yeah a long time and so how did that like influence you in aerials how do you how do you decide one day you're going to flip through the air and do crazy things? You know, I don't know. It's a very interesting life choice for sure by any <laughs> for anyone. But um, yeah, I'd been um, you know I was getting too tall for gymnastics. I'd been doing gymnastics oh. for that long, and um, I think uh, my my parents both had you know taught me how to ski and loved me doing gymnastics, but they knew that I was kind of maxing out my ability level in gymnastics okay. and I think they were wanted me to try something new you know parents have to go to all those competitions and trainings as well and I think yeah. they're like okay Matt, we've done enough gymnastics um but yeah <laughs> those we were are long days those, too those gymnastics events yeah, those gymnastics meets, and especially when you're younger and the, all the floor music's all the same mm-hmm. and I think parents go crazy uh, yeah <laughs> You can see but, the glaze uh, over their eyes. Yeah, they're like, wow, I really need a drink to watch this gymnastics. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, we were watching the 2006 Olympics and we saw freestyle skiing. My parents had seen it before, but like it was the first time that I was old enough to kind of realize what it was because I was 12. And um, my mom was like, yeah, you'd be good at that. Like you love skiing and you love gymnastics. Like you should go do that. And I thought she was nuts and uh, signed me up for a summer camp about a year and a half later and it does I, I took to it and I loved it and was at the Olympics you know from 
from watching it on the couch to, to, to competing. And they have and a summer camp on freestyle skiing. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of the younger kids go to freestyle camps in the summertime. We did there jumping into a pool or you go to like, you hunt for snow. Um, so you go up yeah. to like a glacier or you go to South America or something. So I actually went to um, Whistler Blackcomb in Canada mm-hmm. and it was actually a mobiles camp. So I wasn't fit for mobile. So I actually, they were like, no, you should go do aerials. And then that's oh. kind of how I got like filtered into the, to the right, right place. <laughs> Our son works at Keystone and Steamboat. He does, he works up there and during the winter and does all that skiing and Whistler's like bucket list for him. He's, he wants to go there so bad. Ski. Yeah. Then, you know, there's less and less snow other places in the world. So you might have to yeah. go there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there wasn't much in Colorado when we went in December. We, yeah, we went in yeah. December and it was slim pickings. <laughs> yeah, everything was manageable. Yeah, it's, it's still pretty bad out there. And we're actually, yeah. I mean, here we're here for a, for a competition and there's it's been raining. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Where, where are you from? Like, where did you grow up? Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then I moved to upstate New York to Lake Placid when I was 14. Okay. And then I moved out to Park City when I was 18. Oh, okay. Yeah kept getting closer and closer to more mountains. Yep, exactly. <laughs> okay, so we talked about we talked about the gymnastic training and now how does that compare with I don't even understand the thought process of I'm going to pre- throw myself 60 feet in the air. <laughs> I'm going to twist around and do things. I would just be like I'm going to die. <laughs> so sometimes sometimes I feel like I'm going to die. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you talk about like you jump into pools and all that, but how do you even train to, to do this? I mean, I don't, yeah, um, even, I can't, I you know, it's a, it's always a progression. So you start off, you do one backflip and for a lot of us we're either, you know, gymnastics or you can do a backflip on the trampoline or something. So like you, you jump into a pool, obviously, well, sorry, that was probably the preliminary thing, but we, we have a f- facilities around the country where you can jump into a pool with your skis on. And so, you know, you go off the ramp a couple of times and then you try and do a backflip. And for most of us, a backflip is not like super crazy because we already know how to flip, yeah. but, um, and then you start with one and you add a twist and then you add another flip and you add <laughs> twists and you just keep adding until all of a sudden you, you're doing more than you can count. <laughs> yeah. But So with um, all the twists and stuff, do you feel, do you, how do you not get busy? I can just imagine. Oh, I'd be a dizzy man. Yeah. Um, you have to work on that. No, no, we never really get dizzy, um, because of like how we're, because how we're looking at the ground and just like how the flips work. Um, we have something we, we call getting lost. Um, it's not, it's not necessarily dizzy. It's just that like you, you mixed up where you were in the air. Hmm. Um, kind of similar to like what gymnastics call the twisties, but we call it just getting lost. It's a little Mm -hmm. bit different. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's pretty scary, but you're not dizzy necessarily. Yeah. It's just, you're confused. Lost where you can't find where the ground is kind of. Yeah. You're, and you don't, and you don't know where you are in relationship to the ground. Like if you're facing backwards or forwards or you're upside down or you're right side up. And that's what happened to Simone Biles, right? Is she, I I think it's like a similar thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you and your and your brain can't figure it out. Like, yeah. and sometimes it can happen in a couple of tricks in a row, and then you get really nervous because you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to do this again." Yeah, then you wish you could find a pool to practice on for a couple times before you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it, and you know, even the pool. Um, so when I was like first starting, like maybe first or second, like maybe my second or third year that I was doing them, um, I was doing a double flip with one twist, and I did like thirty in a row where I landed backwards on my face. 
Oh, and I just like, my, my brain like couldn't figure out what I was exactly doing. And it took a long time for me to figure oh, it out. Like, wow. Not- <laughs> yeah. What's the worst injury you've had? I was just about to ask yeah. that. <laughs> I know people love, love talking about injuries. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so I've, I've torn both of my ACLs. Oh, Those actually, when I look back on look like a breeze, I had a, I, I tore my AC joint or like the ligaments in my AC joint, uh-huh. um, right after the last Olympics. And that one was really hard because it ruined my chances of the Olympics. And then it was also just the most physically, um, uncomfortable injury. Yeah. Um, I have a really cool scar, like that like runs <laughs> right here. So like I wear my tank tops and there's like a scar right next to yeah. it. And I feel really, really tough. tough. Um, but that one was just emotionally and physically challenging. And then I've had some other injuries that were, were difficult to like ankle stuff, or I hurt my neck really bad. And I actually thought I might not ever do aerials again, but here I am. (laughs) No concussions. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had my fair share of concussions, but a really sensitive topic, um, especially in my sport, but, um, I actually, I feel like I've had some less concussions than, um, a lot of people, but. Yeah. Um, yes, that's definitely a part of our sport. And we have a lot of doctors that are um, dedicated to our mental health. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh. Yeah, we okay. have a football player. So we're, we're familiar yeah. with the C word, yeah. we call it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just one of those things that it's like, it's really tough because it's scary. But also if people don't talk about it, then kids won't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely younger athletes that I've heard be like, I'm lying about my concussion status. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> well, yeah, we've we've had that on, when Jake was playing high school, we knew of kids that were not telling their they weren't telling their coaches that they were having symptoms and were like, You've got to go tell them. Yeah. This is yeah. this is more important later on mm-hmm. than you playing. Yeah, there right definitely now. has to be some sort of protocols to make sure that kids don't do that. And, and also like a sense of, Hey, if you miss a, a game or a competition because of this, you are not like your status on the team. Is not going to be? Affected? Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. And and that's just not, not necessarily the case, even at lower levels and at higher levels. That's so right. That's yeah, there's there's consequences. There's consequences. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're talking about aerials. You're 60 feet in the air. You've done something that no other women woman has done. And that's the daddy. So explain to us what the daddy is. Yeah. So I, there actually have been other women that have tried it and yeah. I'm the only one that's landed it successfully. <laughs> successfully. <laughs> successfully. Yes. Um, so it's a triple backflip with four twists and the four twists are, there's one in the first flip, two in the second flip, and then one in the last flip. So, um, wow. It's also called a full double full full is like the technical name of it. Um, yeah. but the, the name, the daddy came because kind of like, it's the daddy of all tricks. Like um, when, like, if you're a, if you're a man in the sport, you're like, not like considered like, like uh, not like good enough, but like, you're like, finally like have status in the sport. If you've done this trick, it's kind of like, you're okay. You've made it like you're good. We're like, you're in the the high level street crown at that point. Yeah. And, and also like, it was a trick that like, I mean, girls have been doing triple twisting triples for over a decade, but, um, very few girls have even thought about doing four twists. And so I think it also had this like masculine, like, Oh, this is if you're a guy, this is the status you've gotten to. Um, I mean, actually nowadays 
that's like the basic flow level because the guys have you know pushed even further. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of where that name came from. Wow. That's so crazy. I can't imagine why you get lost in the air. I mean, honestly, but... <laughs> I don't get lost anymore, really. I mean, it's very, very seldom that that happens. I mean, I've just been doing it for so long. Uh, I mean, I, I could like, I think I could close my eyes and probably still do some of the tricks that I do, but yeah, that's uh, crazy. Just, oh my. What is your, what are your, this is a little off topic. What do your parents think? Like, are your parents like, go get them girl. Or is your mom like nervous? Like uh, my parents have gone through like all the stages of the stages so. of parent. Yeah. You know, like they, my dad, you know, they were super excited when I first started. And then my mom actually started watching and then she was like, oh, I don't want you to do this anymore. This is a bad <laughs> call. I can't believe I supported this. Um, yeah. Then they're like, Oh, you love it so much. You've had success. This is incredible. Right. Uh, then I go through the injuries and they're like, don't do this anymore. <laughs> and so they, they ride the roller coaster too. Um, now I'm at the point in my career where I'm like, Ah, oh, maybe I should go have babies. And my mom's like, "Yes, go do that. <laughs> Please um, go do that." Yes, I'm riding the same emotional roller coaster as your mom. Like throughout this whole conversation, I'm like, "Whoa, what?" <laughs> yeah, so they're they're really proud of me. Um, but I think they're like, "Oh, we're proud of you for what you've done. You don't need to do anymore." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> do you've done the daddy. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, I, I love the sport, and so it's like, um, you know, people have been asking me how much more I'm going to do, and it's like I just can't say I'm done like I don't want to I don't want to be done but I know there's like other things I want to do and um as long as my body keeps up I probably will continue doing it um but yeah taking it one jump at a time yeah for sure well you participated in four olympics can very many people say that I mean is that I don't think think a lot of people can say Mm. that so what is it like to walk first of all what's it like to like walk in the stadium with your team and the opening ceremonies and do you have a favorite of the opening ceremonies you've been a part of uh, yeah, the opening ceremonies is incredible because, like, you know, a, a lot of athletes, you know, you're you're training for the games, and that's like your biggest goal, and it's all about you, and it's how I'm gonna make it, it's what I'm gonna do, it's my competition, all these things, and and everyone talks like before, like my before my first Olympics, like I was 16, and everyone's like, oh, like you're representing Team USA, you're representing Team USA, you're representing your family, you're representing your sponsors, you're representing like yourself and your coaches and whatever. And like you say that, but it's all like, it's my competition. Like you're like selfish. And then, and yeah. then you walk into opening and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm representing Team USA. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is not about like, yes, it's about me, um, but I've like reached this level and I am amongst the best in the world. I'm walking in with all these different countries and all these different sports of people who, you know, have gone through so much to get there and, and yeah. are, the, are the best in their field. And then that's when it like first hit me. I was like, wow, this is way, way bigger than anything I've, and I was 16. So obviously yeah. mental status was different uh-huh. than it uh-huh. is now. Um, but every Olympics that I've walked in opening, I've walked in all four opening ceremonies and they all, you, you always get that overwhelming rush. Even like when I knew it was coming and like now that I'm older, I understand a little bit more of the bigger picture, but yeah, there's a huge rush of like, wow, this is like really cool to be a part of. I bet that's a big high. And any favorite ceremony, like anyone that you were like, I just think the the first one probably, um, you know, they kind of all like blend together. Uh-huh. because yeah. like they're they're like similar you, you walk and you feel yeah. this like emotion um but the first one hit me the hardest yeah. and this last one uh-huh. was really cool too because I got to walk in with my boyfriend which was really cool and and just this, this one had um 
a lot of emotion because of COVID. Um, there was so much stress, stress and anxiety of just getting to the games that like a lot of, there was a lot of relief, like, Oh my gosh, we made it finally. Um, This was so intense and the world's just been going through a lot. And so it felt nice to like have something to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah, So that's so true. So watching the coverage, it seemed like this, it seemed like, like you said, this Olympics was different. So how was it different in like the Olympic Village and how was the experience different with COVID and all that going on? Yeah, yeah. typically in the last games, like you can, you can go watch other events. Um, yeah. You can, you know, go hang out with other athletes from different countries and different sports. And this games, you could not do any of that. Um, you could go to a couple events, like if they were near your event, but it was so cold outside. <laughs> a lot of times people didn't want to do that anyways. But um you know, you, you, you were scared of other athletes. I mean, to put it bluntly, um, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to test positive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you test positive and you could not even feel sick and then all of a sudden your whole life's work is out the window in one yeah. test. And oh, so that, that fear, um, made you scared of everyone. <laughs> so, yeah. um, it was like, stay away from me. I don't want to like talk to you, like yeah. all that stuff. So I think that kind of, was unfortunate because the Olympics is such a cool way to meet other people and, and show how the world can be brought together through sport. Um, so that was sad. Um, I feel fortunate that I already hadn't got to experience that. And then some of the athletes that it was their first games were not able to experience that. Um, and cheering on fellow team USA athletes in like different disciplines that we don't necessarily get the chance to go see. Um, but you know, the venues that we had were incredible. The volunteers were very nice and um, the food wasn't very good, but (laughs) (laughs) uh, we, we made it through that. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm very, I feel very like proud that I was able to bring home metal and, you know, get through it. Yeah. (laughs) But there's a lot of relief coming home from the games. (laughs) Yeah. I bet so. Okay. You you made me think of the question. What's the best food you've had at Olympics? Ooh. Uh, I think Va- yeah. Vancouver had the best food for sure. Okay. Yeah. They had like sushi and like good, good Asian food. And yeah, I think Vancouver had the best Asian food. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Now <laughs> we know. Yeah. Okay. You won your first gold in aerial mixed aerials. Mm-hmm. What is mixed aerials? And you won that with your boyfriend. So tell us about yeah. the excitement. He's asleep. I'm like probably waking him up right now, but. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. There it is. Awesome. <laughs> That is yeah. so cool. She takes it everywhere. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have a couple events here that I will show it off for. But um, so yeah, cool. mixed, so mixed team aerials is kind of interesting because aerials is just an individual sport for so long. And then they um, they added a, a mixed gender team event. So there's three athletes on the team. You just have one guy and one girl. And so um, then we have, so it was like me and my boyfriend and we had one other teammate, Chris Lillis. And I've been good friends with him for a decade I've known him since he was seven um and so you every athlete gets one jump and you add the scores together and compete against other countries Mm -hmm. and um there was it was a rush and it was I think you know I'm I'm really excited that I got to to participate in the team event because uh, you know I think winning by yourself is incredible because it's like your own feat but like winning with the team is is so much fun it's super cool yeah that's what was it like going up on the podium with your teammates uh, I mean, yeah, incredible. I mean, I've been working, you know, I've been after a medal at the Olympics for so long and to, to do it with other people is really cool. And, um, just so much, yeah, so much relief 
and, and pride to be, to be amongst that team. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. So Olympics are over. You come home. What's, what's the first thing Ashley does? Do you like get settled and then you want to go have a Whataburger or what is it that you go? Like, I don't know. Do you know what Whataburger is? We have that in Texas. Yeah. 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 My, <laughs> my dad lives in Texas. My oh, license okay. in Texas. Uh, But, uh, so the first thing that well, when we walked through, um, the terminal, like when we got to baggage claim, all, all of my, like my family and friends uh-huh. were all there with like signs and stuff. Yeah. So my first thing I did was start crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just like, yeah. we also went through a 36 hour travel day from China. And I just think I was like so emotionally tired and like physically tired. And I just started bawling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then uh, we got our six bags that we <laughs> checked and we threw them in the car <laughs> and we went out to a restaurant and got, a huge cheeseburger and a beer and (laughs) good old American food. It was time for some calories. (laughs) Yeah. I I definitely lost some weight when we were in China. So really, I think I've successfully put it all back on, but (laughs) (laughs) beer and cheeseburgers will do that for you. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) When she trains as hard as she does. Yeah. Right. So yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say my, my, my biggest goal was to go on a surf trip and I have not done that yet. Oh, okay. That's still, that's still awaiting me. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you're still on the East coast. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still, I'm still, uh, have some, some team competition obligations. Yeah. Good. That's good. Okay. So there was a heartwarming moment in the Olympics where you congratulated, I'm going to mess up her name, but is it Zhu Meg Tao? Zhu Meg Tao. And so we call her Tao Tao. Tao Tao. Okay. That's, that's, but that's easier for me because I have trouble with English. So So there was a moment where she won and there's that moment where the cameras see you congratulating her. And Mm -hmm. it just kind of showed the sportsmanship. I think everyone in that event has. Mm -hmm. So what was that moment like for you? Yeah. Yeah. Totally didn't abide by the COVID protocols in that hug for sure. Yeah. Um, But you know, you know, in the moment for sure. Um, So I've known Tao Tao, um, as long as I've been doing aerials and she's just like has such a good attitude out there. Um, and her and I have both been doing triples for a long time together and sharing a lot of those like trials and tribulations of doing those higher level tricks, you know, for a decade now. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, like in our sport, like it's so scary and challenging. So I think that that's why there's so much sportsmanship amongst the athletes is because we all are scared at, and I've been through a lot. It's just, it's not, it's not the same as like, just a pure, like pure, like competent, like it's not, you know, you will get hurt if you do something wrong. And so I think that builds a stronger bond amongst the athletes uh, and respect. And so, um, you know, we're, I'm never cheering against someone (laughs) because I just, I know how hard it is. And um, I also don't want anyone to get hurt. And so, we've, we have a lot of sportsmanship amongst everyone. That's not to say that people think I cheer for everyone. Maybe it's a little too much sometimes, <laughs> um, but I just like, I think maybe it's my age or something, but like when someone does well, I just am happy regardless of where they're from. And um, while emotionally, I definitely, after that moment, like when I, when I like walked away, like 10 minutes later, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just lost. That sucks. But um, in the moment I was like, wow, like she's an incredible athlete and like she's worked just as hard as I have and she definitely deserves it. And like, this is awesome. And, um, 
and yeah, I was happy for the other two girls too, especially Megan, Nick, my other teammate. And um, yeah. yeah, the Olympics is just much bigger than any in, in individual person. And so yeah. I was just happy for those girls to do well. Yeah, it is. It's much bigger than just like that one single event. You know, it's so cool to have all the stories make up such a big part of it. That's so neat. So what keeps you like stoked doing the, like for our son, who's the adventurist in Colorado? I mean, he he just lives for that dopamine high that like kick. I know. Right, you know, is that is that what keeps you stoked? I mean, you just keep. That's definitely got to be part of it. Um, yeah, I definitely love what I do. There's definitely times that I don't feel that awesome about it. I'm super cold and I've crashed yeah. a bunch and that sounds miserable. And we go to some countries that are also extremely miserable. Um, <laughs> but I won't name them. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably guess. Yeah. Um, but there's uh, one that comes to mind right now. There, yeah. yeah, there's probably a few. Um but yeah. they I don't know. It's like there's a lot of like my friends um keep me in it. My like the love for the it's yeah, it's probably the dopamine. It's probably just a drug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just I like proving to myself like it's proving to myself what I can do and what I'm capable of and yeah. what I can overcome. It's just it's very rewarding. A rewarding uh-huh. feeling for sure. And just my friends around the world are, you know, keep me in it. And like that the understanding of what I'm going through, it's like, yeah, this is this sport's really fun for myself, but if I don't have anyone to share it with, like right. it's even cool. Yeah. Yeah. And there's this small group of common bond people that you share that with, you know, it's around the world, like just the people that were walked with you in the opening ceremonies, like that's a forever small group, you know, yep. in comparison. So that's really cool. Okay. So what about, what do you tell little girls? Like a little girl wants to be an Olympian. She comes up to you. Hey, I saw you in the Olympics. I want to be you one day. What's your advice? I'm like, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Typically I go like, don't let anyone tell you, you can't do it. No, no no boys, no adults, like just freaking send it. And, um, yeah, just, yeah. Dream bigger than you think for sure. I, a lot of people never thought I would ever do that trick the daddy and prove them wrong. So yeah, I just, and I, I also tell little boys that too, like, Hey, Mm -hmm. like you push yourself and you push everyone around you equally. Like, like we're all this together and yeah. uh, Yeah. I just, yeah trying to inspire people to be their best and not really think too much about the the stereotypes or the labels that everyone kind of builds up around us. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So what's next for you? Like, do you see yourself ever being a trainer of this? Like, yeah, I I definitely think, I I mean, I love the sport. Um, I definitely need some time off where I'm not as cold for a couple (laughs) years for sure, but I probably will probably come back. I like coaching. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, But yeah, it's definitely a, hard task to be a coach yeah okay i have a question on the coaching so you're the coach stands like off to the side while you're up in the air can you really hear them when they're mm-hmm. yelling things to you oh wow to yeah, move your body yeah. loud and clear it's uh, really okay. i think it's because they're like they're right under us so we can like we hear exactly what they're saying but yeah, yeah i mean they complete a full sentence and i would know exactly what they said oh, and gosh. i could tell you they're afterwards. probably in tune to their their voice too i mean you mm-hmm. probably heard them and their instructions but they're like yelling at us so i think yeah. the way the voice travels yeah. it, it, it like goes goes straight to you yeah okay that's crazy mm-hmm. well I, we're totally inspired i can't believe that you do those things i was like let me see a couple of videos of what she i mean this is crazy and as yeah. a parent 
it makes my heart a little anxious. But <laughs> I'm gonna go jump in a pool, but without skis on. Yeah, that's ins- that sounds fun. <laughs> that's what she wants to do. I mean, I come know. out, come out to Park City, and we'll put yeah. some skis on. I taught my dad a backflip uh, over the summer, really? like sixty-three. Oh, yeah. He'd never done one before. So okay, okay, that's the challenge so cool. is on now. We're going yeah. to Park City. That's it <laughs> for our third challenge accepted. We're going to Park City to do backflips. Hey. I can do it. I can still do a backflip off of a diving board. I don't know about oh, you. Oh, you're, you're going to do it. It's going to be cake. <laughs> okay, we need to set this up. <laughs> Ashley, we thank you so much for getting on with us this morning. We know you have obligations and bringing the gold to show us. That was so sweet. Yeah. And we just thank you for your time. And we just congratulate yeah. you. Go Team USA. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, you so much. Thanks, okay, lot, Thanks, Ashley. Ashley. Okay, have you switched to aerials now? You still on speed skating? Well, after we've got to go up to Utah because she invited us up to train. Yeah. So once I get the feel for it, I might switch to aerials. Yeah. I'm still speed skating right now, but she's got me enticed. Okay. As she was talking about that, I was thinking, this is what she said. I want you to listen. Backflip was the first thing, right? Yeah. On skis. You realize that means you have to go down some kind of fake slope backwards. Yeah. Right. Well, I think you would be up there and then you do the backflip. We should have talked to her oh, about that's that. A, that's a gainer. Oh, that's a gainer. Oh, yeah. The, you see them go up backwards. I know. They turn yeah. around. I, so, have, I have only gone backwards on skis accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. So I have to learn how to do that. For sure. <laughs> so that was just fascinating. It was so cool to see the gold medal. And it was so great. I had no idea that, that was coming. I'm like, whoa, that's a gold medal. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool for her also to come in the middle of like she's in the middle of uh, another competition yeah she's in new york competing and woke up and yeah. took the time that's awesome of her that was so great yeah. so we hope you guys learned a lot as much as we did and deciding what event you're going to compete in because you know we want to know what that is I, what would you choose i don't know for me i don't, I don't i'm not going to aerials i'm totally staying with half five you're not even gonna consider it after your training with ashley if I was younger and not a dizzy person, <laughs> but honestly, you're going to be dizzy and snowboard too. And hitting the ledge of that half pipe looks real painful. Not going to lie. I don't know. Either way, I'm looking for a face plant probably. <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed this interview because it was one of one of our favorites. I mean, it was just really cool learning all the ins and outs of being an Olympian and also peep the gold medal. So enjoy the rest of your day. Hardy party of five and a half over and out. We'll see you next time.